I'm joined now by Gary from OPC Energy. Gary, what a job you did out there today. Oh, it was, it was unbelievable. You saw the customers' faces when that boiler went in. It was a really special moment. And what about the overall performance? Unreal. You, you could really feel the heat out there. I'm delighted with the result and we move on to the next one. Thanks, Gary. Come on! For more information on boiler upgrades, heat pumps and more, visit opc-ltd.uk. Get ahead of the game with OPC Energy. The Go Radio Football Show. Talking football first. Listen live weeknights from five. Well, what a weekend it's been and the two managers in the spotlight join us live here in Go Radio. Callum Davidson winning the double with St. Johnson is with us in a moment or two. And Barry Ferguson's Kelty Hearts up to the SPFL for the first time. Congratulations, Barry. How are you feeling? A bit tender, um, <laughs> if I'm being honest with you. But no, listen, it was a, a fantastic um, day, a nervy day, if I'm being honest mm. with you. It wasn't a, um, a great game to watch. But the most important thing for us was making sure we, we got the result to take the club into the SPFL. So it's a brilliant achievement. A lot of hard work went in over the last two and a two and a half years. So no, it was a great day and it was brilliant to spend it um long into the night with the, the boys. The And they deserve the it, don't they? Yeah, they've they've been great yeah. for me. Listen, it's it's difficult at part time. Um at times. Uh, as we all know, the last fourteen or fifteen months has been real difficult through the COVID situation. So no, it's a brilliant achievement for the group of players and I was really proud watching them celebrate. And you did that champagne dive, which was fashioned by Callum Davidson <laughs> yeah. the day before. You're following the leader. Callum's on the line now. Good evening, Callum. Evening, how are we doing all? Great, how are you? Congratulations. Thank you very much. Congratulations, Barry, as well. Great achievement, mate. Fantastic. Cheers, Callum. Same to you. How, how, good, the, good. how are the ribs, Callum, after that? Because uh, Barry was telling us just beforehand, it's sore. <laughs> You know what I said to my wife last night? I said, my stomach's really sore. Yeah. And she went, because you're that heavy and you hit the floor that hard. That's why they're sore. It's really, really special. Amazing. 10,000 to one to win the double, Callum. Are you pinching yourself? Is it settling in yet? I heard you afterwards, obviously, reading you yesterday. Are you beginning to realise the enormity of this? It started to sink in, obviously. We had a good night Saturday, so Sunday sort of wiped out with any thoughts. And then today I probably woke up and you know, probably realise you're obviously with Rangers, Celtic and Aberdeen uh, to do the, the double. So uh, a little bit, uh, I think once you're in it, I think it's only when you play, probably take a step back, you'll probably sort of realise what you've done. Uh, I think that's anything really with football. As a player myself, I didn't really think about anything when I was playing. It's when I sort of retired and looked back on it and thought, oh, that was OK. And probably likewise with this one as well. And Barry, for Sean Rooney, he joins you, Henrik Larsson and a few others scoring in the League Cup final and in the Scottish Cup final yeah I mean unbelievable Sean Rooney um, but I was speaking to Mark off air I thought the two tackles for Callum Booth were brilliant and then a wee bit of magic for Witherspoon um, he's a, he was a, the difference at times and a great ball in and obviously that's what Sean Rooney's done all season but listen Callum's team I'll be honest with you I've been so impressed with him obviously really well coached um, and they're a joy to watch at times and, and they thoroughly deserve to get that double. I don't think MD can deny them that. Yeah, to fair Barry, it's when I watched the, the goal back, I didn't realise that Cam Booth had put two tackles in like that. Uh, it's probably something he's not been renowned for. He's more a, a football player left back rather than a, a tough tackling one, but you actually saw his determination. It was, it was actually, actually led to the goal and it was actually a great bit of uh, play by him, which is unusual for Callum to put two crunching tackles in, but uh, definitely take it. <laughs> 
Callum, do you think you get into the heads of the Hibs players going ahead, getting that first goal? Yeah, I think it's just really important. I think by the way, in games, when they're always tight, the first goal is so important. Uh, I think with our system as well, once we got the first goal and it sort of settled us down a little bit, uh, I did when we played them in the semi-final. Uh, and I think, obviously, Jack's team really good. They're a really good attacking team, really good going forward. Scored a lot of goals this season. Uh, but once we got that first goal, then it kind of settled us down and with the system of play, it, kind of, it sort of leads to counter-attack kind of football uh, and it suited us really well. And people always talk about the back three, how well we played, but I think it's from the front, Chris Kane, you know, Glenn Middleton and David Witherspoon. They start the press off and then everybody up falls up behind and makes the, the job easier for the, the boys at the back. And, and I saw you on Sky today. I mean, I suppose that's the next question. People start to look to next season and it'll be tough to keep uh, all of the players because they're, they're in demand. Yeah, quite really so. I think uh, the performances for me, is the big games, you know, talk about players, big game mentality. Uh, and for obviously the four games that Hamden have produced, uh, they haven't let me down, they haven't let anybody down. You know, so quite like so. Uh, the ones we're talking about probably at a good age, 22, 23. You know, uh, they've been fantastic for me this season. Hopefully I don't lose them all. Mm. You know, I think it'll be a hard, really, really hard job if I lose all four of them. Mm. Uh, but there's obviously one or two go. Uh, and then we can keep keep sort of moving on and, and try and keep moving the club forward rather than taking a big hit just now. Uh, but again, we also won't stand in the way if, if, if an offer comes in a club that they can go and improve their career sure. uh, and go into bigger and better things. Uh, that's my job as a manager at St Johnson is to do that and try and develop them and move them forward and hopefully I've helped them a little bit this season and Barry is a player you've been talking about since the beginning of the season yeah Alan McCann Callum I was going to ask you I've, I've watched him closely and, and just every single game he just gets better and better do you think he's got the potential I firmly believe he has to reach the top yeah without a doubt I think people probably don't realise Ali had Covid mm-hmm. for 10 days leading up to the, the cup final uh, he actually said to me after the game he went Carter, I couldn't breathe after 30 minutes you know and I think you saw his character there Barry going forward he's got an unbelievable character mm-hmm. he's got great strength in his legs he can cover the ground he can tackle uh, he's got a good range of passing I think one thing for him I like to, to go on higher Barry is that sort of final pass mm-hmm. or just make sure he times his run like, you're, like you used to do in the box and finish it off but he's got all the attributes he's, he's a clever lad as well so I de- definitely believe Ali can go on and play at a really high level. Uh, definitely. I think it's, uh, it's one thing that he's only 20, I remember. So, you know, I just turned 21, so he's still a young lad. Callum, for days we were saying, surely the fans will be in, and then we know Glasgow went into level three. But for the players and, and, and you know, your, your own families to be there, that must have been tough not to have the families there and close friends at Hamden. Yeah, definitely. Obviously, very fortunate. My wife was there, uh, so Good. that was great. Uh, although if I lost, she would never come back to that game again. <laughs> so uh, she wasn't going to come back. But yeah, it was tough. Uh, all I can say is that we've been to Hamden four times, no fans in one every game. So uh, next year, if we do get to Hamden again, I might ask for no fans back. <laughs> uh, so, uh, but no, it's, it's, yeah. it's usually disappointing. I think you can see the, the FA Cup final. Uh, you can see the games in England where you can hear the fans, and they, they do make they make the game special. They make you. You'll enjoy the celebrations even more, you know. Although we did enjoy it, I think with supporters being there and family and friends being there, it makes it even more special. So, you know, uh, hopefully we'll all, we'll all get fans back in pretty soon. And Barry, you felt that. You thought, I don't know how I would cope if I was still playing and no fans. Yeah, I was going to ask him. I mean, yeah. that, I would have struggled, but that's why I, I respect the players um, having yeah. to create their own atmosphere. And, and sometimes when you 
you're maybe behind in a game um, fans will get behind you and drive you on so I mean, all credit to the players this season playing in front of empty stadiums um, they've got to be given yeah. a, a lot of respect yeah definitely I probably, probably noticed it for me was the first game uh, we played Hibs in the semi-final I was standing out on the, on the pitch at Hamden and obviously Barry's played there loads of times and when it's full house it's a great atmosphere it's unbelievable and it was just really eerily quiet and I was like wow this is I kind of thought the same as Barry but he just said if I was playing I don't know how I would, I would keep going and keep going so I have to credit the players for that you know and then you sort of lose yourself in the game and maybe that's what the players have done uh, again something we've not experienced so it's been difficult for the full season uh, but hopefully again by next start of next season obviously with Barry in league football as well we'll get good support behind us and we can start to really really enjoy it again mm-hmm. and Callum we talk about the players but for you too inevitably I, you know, I heard you talk sport this morning the question will come in you know, are you, are you off to Tottenham or whatever? <laughs> Wolves is there. But uh, yeah, what's your uh, ambition? Yeah. Listen, I know yeah. we're laughing, Listen, but, but yeah. the, the job that Callum's done, I mean, Callum, you would have probably said the same thing at the start of the season. We played you in the bet, Fred, and yeah. it was a tough start for you. Um, yeah, but definitely. listen, one thing about that group of players, and there's been a lot of work, we've spoke about it in the studio, there must have been a lot of work going on in that training ground and all credit to you, your staff and that group of players because... If you'd asked me at the start of the season, would St Johnson be in the top six and, and win a double, I would have probably thought no chance. But I think for the tur- since the turn of the year, Callum, I've got to be honest with you, I'm really impressed the way that he, he's playing. A lot of people say they're well set up and he's worked hard, but you've got good football players as well, Callum. Yeah, I, I, thank you for that. It's not, I probably can agree with you. probably starting my head. That's you know, scratch my head a little bit. You know, uh, it was actually probably the bet Fred came along, along at the right time for, for us. You know, uh, obviously managed to beat you. It was a really close game, uh, but managed to beat you and then went on to be breaking after that. and just gave that a little bit of confidence and it just kept us inching us forward. Uh, I think it's just what you say there. Obviously, we're well organised, but we try and obviously try and squeeze the game quite high up mm-hmm. and try and attack, attack from there. Uh, so the players just bought into it and we just managed to start getting the right results. And as you say, from the turn of the year, you know, the results and performances have been excellent. So you, you, also play, you also play good stuff, Callum. We were talking about when you, you beat Rangers in the quarter-final. I was so impressed that night when you's... You know what it's like when you go to places like yeah. Ibrox. When you get the ball, yeah. you need to keep the ball. And I thought you said yeah. the players like Liam, Liam Craig and, and Ali McCann that night were, were exceptional for you. Yeah, definitely. Because you obviously, you know, when you go to Rangers, you don't touch the ball for a long time. Mm-hmm. You know, and it is really important. That's what we work on is being brave in possession. And I always said to players, you just got to be brave in possession. If you make a mistake, it's for me, I'll take that. You know, I'd rather that than just kicking the ball 50 yards up the pitch and getting out of sort of your, your half. I'd rather players be brave and try and give them options to go and play. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what they've done. Uh, and you just say, well, I've got good players like Ali, Liam, Craig Bryson, David Wallerspoon, who can all sort of hold on to the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, so again, that's part of of the sort of team ethos and what you try and do Callum I love the way that you praised the fans who weren't there the way they've been behind you and you're looking forward to a parade and I really liked you talking about the Brown family and Jeff Brown and what they've done for the club over the years yeah it's, it's uh, people probably don't realise where St Johnson were in the late 80s you know I think they were bottom of the second division you know uh, at Mutant Park and mm-hmm. and uh, Jeff actually took the club over and he just built it bit, bit by brick and it's an amazing story really of one family owning a club and obviously massive St John's supporters 
themselves and, and to do they've done the time and effort. Uh, I don't think people realise how much time and effort it goes into running the club. And uh, it's all credit to them. You know, they do run it on a tight ship. You know, they've always made sure the club survives first and foremost, which can be frustrating and difficult at times. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the, the success they've got in the last probably five or six years you know, has been tremendous. And it's all credit to their family, really. And the people of Perth obviously mm-hmm. should be obviously grateful for what they've done for the city. Mark and Barry, this has reminded me of the days when, you know, Alec Ferguson was building something really special at Aberdeen, a, a bigger club, but it hadn't had the success that it did under Fergie. And that's happening there under Callum. Callum, what's your ambition though? What would you say for the future for you? What's next? What's next, obviously, uh, obviously need to try and keep some players first and foremost. That's what's next for me. Uh, I just wasn't. I think like like Barry. Well, I think we we both made our debut, didn't we, Barry, together for Scotland? Yeah. Uh, uh, I think we're both late for a team meeting as well, which I blame <laughs> Barry for. I think we're rooming together at that time, and Barry. Said, no, no, it's twelve o'clock meeting or something. I think it was quarter two. And we both walked in late. Ah, that's why you're managing the Premier League, and I'm managing <laughs> three levels below. <laughs> <laughs> it's a true story. That is, uh, we both late. I do remember walking in going off. Rubbish! Can't believe we're late for our first meeting. <laughs> yeah. No way with Scotland. Uh, but no, uh, to answer your question, you know, obviously we're both ambitious people. We're not ambitious. Barry, like like Barry, we're both ambitious to do well. You know, so uh, it's one of those. I'm obviously got a great job just now. I want to yeah. succeed. Uh, I want to be successful. We we'll win things. I want to keep winning things. You know, that simple as that. And you know, St John's has given me a great platform to do it. And you know, hopefully we can go and play in Europe next season. Barry, it's really, do something Europe. Yeah, of course. You, I was going to ask you about Europe, but Barry, really interesting. The two of you are the talk of the town just now. You coming up to the SPFL, Callum, the double. It's brilliant to have you in Go Radio. What, what about you? What do you feel at this moment, Barry? What can you do next with, with your own Kelty? You've taken them into the SPFL. Yeah, listen, it's one of the ones I got when I, I took the job. A lot of people were surprised, but I think Callum will tell you we've got a good wee facility there, um, good stadium. Yeah. Um, I was given the tools to to go and get us into the SPFL it's took just over two years but we've achieved that what's going to happen in the future I, I don't know yet um, I'll have a, a, a think over the next couple of days and um, I'll have a sit down with the club and, and see where we're going to go the international of course Callum I remember at Wembley um, against England yeah. at 99 is that when he was late for the meeting or was that earlier <laughs> no it was a first I think it was a first it was Lithuania, Lithuania I think was it, it was Lithuania, Lithuania. <laughs> It's a language barrier for the two of you. <laughs> it's just phenomenal. Yeah, isn't it phenomenal? And Europe, Callum and, and Barry, you'll be looking forward to it for him. Um, yeah, and also I know Callum's assistant, Stephen McLean, yep. was a young boy at Rangers, real good guy. Great to see him, like Callum's given the opportunity to get into coaching and obviously Alec Cleland yep. as well, who's a, a brilliant guy. So I love seeing guys like Callum, obviously first um, year as a manager, what a brilliant uh, success he's been in. And listen, he's going to go on to bigger and better things, but what an achievement, winning a double. Um, frightening. And I'm one of the guys, I always like seeing people do well in life and, and it's great to see Callum and his staff and that group of players uh, achieve what they've achieved this year. And Jamie McCart winning, of course, 30 years almost to the day since his dad won in that great cup final with Dundee United. Chris McCart. Yeah, definitely. It's uh, quite a story, isn't it? You know, I think obviously Sean Rooney scored in the thirty-second minute. Yeah, both finals as well. So little things that always kind of you always you always pick up after you've won it. So you know Jamie's been fantastic. He's come from Inverness. I think he really suits playing in the in the back three in the left side. Gives great balance there. 
you know, allow him to step in and play because he's a good football player as well. But for me, defending's improved uh, tremendously this season. You know, uh, and you saw at the end he was the one winning all the headers, making sure we defend our box really well. So, no, very, 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 very impressed with him this season. Callum, did um, Stevie and Alec behave themselves on Saturday night? <laughs> Uh, I think I had to. I think I had, Alec. I've not seen Alec. Alex not. Alex looks after himself. Uh, Stephen. I think I've had to tell him he's now a coach. Uh. <laughs> I think. I think I've now had to actually say you've moved to the other side now, so he can't can't be in there. He was basically. I think the lads were going for a some tea or a few drinks on Sunday. He's like, oh, Gaffer, we need to go. Like, <laughs> remember what age you are and where you are now. So, so we've enjoyed ourselves last night. Yeah. So uh, no, he's a great one. Mark is funny, Baz, because in the Training, he joins in training sometimes, but I've actually I've got to calm him down. The rest <laughs> of the players are brilliant, and Maka loses his temper and starts. I can see the red mist coming down. I just need to blow the whistle and go, Maka, off you go. Go and mess yourself for a while. Well, <laughs> Callum, I saw you saying you hope to get uh, maybe a year off in Portugal. I know you were joking about it, but let's hope yeah. you get a holiday in the sun. I know you love your golf and your tennis. I see Judy Murray, huge Hibs fan. She sent a, a blue heart to you saying, well done to Callum. Because, uh, you know... It, People just, I think they're blown away by this. Yeah, I probably don't realise. I'm not really a, a social media person, so I don't really know. I don't really read many papers regarding uh, all this. So, you know, I don't really know the kind of support. But, you know, I think people compare it to, you know, as you say, it's, it's 90, 30 years since it's happened. You compare it to Leicester winning the league. So, yeah, yeah. listen, uh, I think I know I've been a long enough football that at one minute you're a great, you're good at something, the next minute you're the worst at something. So, you know, definitely just enjoy the time. Uh, when you take the plaudits, I'll take it. Uh, and then hopefully I'll get prepared for getting the stick as well. And that will come along too. Really level-headed. Callum, listen, thanks a million for joining us. Your hangover doesn't sound as bad as Barry's. That's what I'd have to say. Mark, what do you think? I was, yeah, yeah, but he had Sunday to recover. Oh, true enough. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Congratulations, Barry. Look forward to it. If you, we'll speak to you soon, OK? Right, good man. Cheers, Cheers Callum. Top Ca- man. Cheers, Callum, Barry. thanks Thank very much. Cheers, Callum Davids joining us live on the programme. Absolutely brilliant. Putting it into context, Mark, this, what is this achievement? A double for St. Johnson in a year when Rangers, you know, rejuvenated the start of the Rangers era, perhaps, under Stephen Gerrard. But, uh, wow, St. Johnson, what a year. Yeah, it's incredible. I mean, it is one of the, the biggest stories in Scottish football, Paul, for a long number of years for a club um, such as St. Johnson to do that double. And I think as well, I'm just, I'm, I'll put it out there, Right now, I don't think there's any doubt now Callum Davidson is the manager of the year. If votes are to be put in today, I don't think there's any doubt with the great respect to Stephen Gerrard's achievement. When you look at everything, in my opinion, right now, it's, it's Callum Davidson all day long. Not Barry. Brett, we'll talk to you about that. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just yeah, after. Can I just say, but yeah. Yeah. that's the way Callum is. Ice. He's yeah. A, yeah. a brilliant guy and I, I just love... Honestly, I love seeing people do really well and yeah, yeah. he's deserved, he's done his apprenticeship as assistant mm-hmm. manager, he's been about, he's been at St. Seven John's years. before, mm-hmm. went down to Stoke, sure. then Millwall, so not absolute delighted for him and his backroom team. And his old gaffer's got a huge night tonight, there's loads to talk about. It's Go Radio. The Go Radio Football Show. Download the Go Radio app to listen live weeknights from five. Thanks to Chris for the traffic and travel. So we kicked off at five with the men of the moment, two of the three of the weekend. We had Barry Ferguson, Callum Davidson, Kelty Hearts, of course, into the SPFL. Callum Davidson, St. Johnson beating Hibs 1-0 and doing the double. 
And on the line now, Phil Mickelson joining us from... No. <laughs> Mark. Is that what? just before the, the Italian Univision song? Exactly. <laughs> After the test. Uh, what a weekend for the 50-year-old Phil Mickelson, eh? the oldest to win the major. Fantastic. Did you watch why you wouldn't see uh, I, saw, yeah. I saw bits and bobs. I, I do like watching um, the golf, uh, Paul. And I remember um, it was one of the times that the Open was at Carnoustie. No, when would we give back yeah. 2000, 99, 2000. Yeah. Oh. to two thousand seven? Yep, summer of two thousand seven. Yep, and um, I was at the match. I'd, yep. I was like, I was staying at Carnoustie for a day or two before it, and Phil Mick- Mickelson was oh. in the was in the gym um, really? doing his bit. Mm-hmm. I was in at the um, the vending machine in the gym, and um, Phil was doing a bit of work, doing uh-huh. some doing some sit ups, and um, what a big, big, big man, mm-hmm. big, big, powerful. Um, man, so at 50 year old, when you're maybe thinking about the seniors tours to mm. go and win um, a major, I think it's uh, great, gives everybody encouragement. Amazing, wasn't it? I know you wouldn't see it last night, but uh, Mickelson to win at 50 is brilliant, Barry. It shows you there's time you could keep working in your golf. Yeah, <laughs> no, I <laughs> love the golf. Yeah, Jim Callum's a, a right guy, I think he's uh, plus three. Is he? Wow, yeah. Um, yeah. he's one of the sports bullies, isn't he? He's, Aye, he's tennis, yeah, yep. tennis, squash, golf. Yep. Um, and he's an old bad football manager as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to go back on the lines in a second or two. Mark Woody threw it out there. Callum Davidson should be the manager of the year. Barry, that's uh, tough though if you're Stephen Gerrard. 25 points in it there, but it's quite a debating point, isn't it? Yeah, of course it's a, a debate and there's no doubt about it. Winning the double. Um, at a club like St. Johnson with a budget um, that, that Callum mm. has to build a, a squad around. Um, so... Look, the job he's done up there is, is frightening, mm-hmm. let's be honest with you. Um, and he's but he's brought players in, like Craig Bryson, for instance. Yeah. When at Aberdeen, mm-hmm. I'm thinking, he's on the way out, he'll mm-hmm. maybe look to retire, but he's come into St. Johnson and he looks a different player. He looks back to his days at, at Derby. Um, so signings like that, he manages to get them back on a, back in a good, a good place. And as I said, thoroughly deserved it. And I don't think MD can deny that they deserved to win both the League Cup and the Scottish Cup. He makes players better, Mark. Is that one of the things about Callum Davidson? Yeah, yeah, I think for, yeah. for sure, Paul, him and his, his staff, um, as I said many times, conscientious um, coaches. And, and you just look through the, the team, you know, from, from Sean Rooney mm-hmm. to Callum Booth, you know, players that were playing the lower leagues. You know, Sean Rooney was done at York City. Mm-hmm. Um, three, four uh, years ago um, you look at the development of a young Alan McCann you look at getting a new lease of life out of Craig Bryson mm-hmm. Liam Craig Murray Davison the improvement in Chris Kane uh, and then that that you know, brilliant counter-attacking football yeah. on Saturday mm-hmm. with, with the pace of, of, of Glenn Middleton to get you out the, the intelligence of David Watherspoon mm-hmm. and then Chris Kane you know always a, a willing runner so you know, make no mistake to win two trophies and to, to beat Rangers on the way at the Scottish Cup to beat a you know a really good St Byrne team and then to beat a Hibernian team with all that talent, you know, your Martin when you look at that front three to get a clean sheet um on on Saturday and probably to to be honest and, and Macy saved a penalty kick from Middleton in the rebound, you know, had St Johnson won by a couple of goals, I don't think anybody could have complained. The game plan tactically was absolutely perfect. Here's Cammy on the line who's called in 0808 17 17 700 to go radio. Good evening, Cammy. Good evening, guys. How you doing? Good, thanks. What about you? What about St. Johnson? What an achievement. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was brilliant, obviously. I heard Mark there. They knocked out some very, very good teams on the way, on the way to the final. Rangers, St. Mirren, Hibs, Callum Davis, Davidson's done a fantastic job 
I think maybe if um, it wasn't already confirmed before the final, he might have got his hands on manager of the year, but unfortunately he didn't. Sure. I don't suppose it matters that much if it's there. It's a great season for him. Great season for Stephen Gerrard. Cammy, you're a great Scotland fan. What are you thinking? We're so many. We're only three weeks away. Three weeks today. 21 until, days. Yep, yeah, the Czech Republic. That's three weeks. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm counting it in sleep, Shadow, on weeks right, and weeks. Right. 21 sleeps to go. Cammy, three weeks. And I see there's going to be a fan zone at Glasgow Green. 6,000 people a day can be there. So hopefully things are opening up. Cammy, what are you thinking? Just wondering what success looks like for Scotland. And if we don't get any points, is our success the fact that we made it to, made it to the championships or should we expect or demand more? I, I expect Scotland to get through the group because I look at the squad, I look at the quality players we've got, um, I look at the clubs that they play for. Um, so I firmly believe that it's great getting to a, a major finals, but for me I look at the group and we've got every opportunity to get out of the group. I firmly believe we will get into the, the knockout stages. Do you think people down south are forgetting the quality now in the Scotland team and where, they, where they're yeah, playing Yeah, they're, they're arrogant and, and yeah. are ignorant towards us up here at times. Some people, um, yeah. yeah. Not everybody, no. some people, but again, I can only look at the squad and give you my, my personal mm. opinion. My personal opinion is I think we've got a good enough team to get out that group stage. Mark Woody? Yeah, I, I believe it, Paul. Yep, yeah, I think we will. Um, you know, 1-1 one, one would probably be enough. Four points would mm. absolutely be enough, so... It's surely not beyond us um, between the two games at Hamden, albeit we are playing Croatia and the Czech Republic, two very talented teams. But you've got to believe we can do it. We'll never have a better chance, Paul. You know, when you think back to France 98, Spain 82, whatever, it was tough. But this one, it's 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 set up to get out of the group and I think Steve Clark and the players will do it. And Barry, you almost did it with Callum Davidson at Wembley in 99 in the qualifiers. We were just so close. To, to getting through we beat England but we just didn't have enough another yeah, goal and a, of, yeah. and a couple of occasions but do you know what I'm absolutely delighted for this group mm. I mean since Steve Clark's come in I think it's been a bit of a slow burner at the start I wasn't yeah. too sure if it was going to work I didn't really enjoy watching Scotland but he's got a certain way of playing Stevie Clark um, the players obviously buy into it there's no doubt about it and I just love the atmosphere about the place when you watch them getting interviewed they're happy to be there mm. and he's created that that's Steve Clark and his backroom team and that group of players um, look to me if they're desperate just to get that Scotland jersey on go out in that pitch and give it everything to get the victory Cammy, what's your view? What do you think's going to happen? I think um, I think Steve Clark's done well I think I think the way he sets us up to play gives us the opportunity to qualify out of the group um, I think the addition of David Turnbull, Billy Gilmore and Mason Patterson are really positive. I'd like to see Billy Gilmore start in that midfield along with David Turnbull. I don't, I'd like to see, see all three of them uh, get into the starting lineup and give them a chance. I hear some people saying that he's maybe just put them in the squad to give them the experience, but I think these players are good enough. I think you look at, look at the likes of Billy Gilmore. He's playing in the Premier League with Chelsea. He'll now in the Champions League final. He's he's good enough. Mason Patterson's played in old firms. Um, Europa League uh, knockout stage matches he's good enough and David Turnbull's what well, he gets Celtic young player of the year mm-hmm. he's been probably in my opinion the best player this season I think all those players are good enough to get in that starting lineup. and if we get them in the team we've got a good chance of getting out of the group I, I, I want to just uh, Cammy right on that point just to get Barry's take on it because I've been thinking about this for a couple of days I think in the heart of the team in, in that midfield 
I think Scott McTominay because Steve Clark's made it clear Scott McTominay is going as a midfielder so that's that settled so I think McTominay and McGinn 100% certain starters for me Barry I don't know is it between Callum McGregor and Billy Gilmore yep. can, so can you I know that obviously McGinn and McTominay and McGregor can play together because they've done that often for Scotland but can Billy Gilmore slot in with, with McGinn and McTominay because I think I, the two I, I you think mentioned potential, you know? I think the two you mentioned are certainties McGinn and McTominay and I think that other position is up for grabs um, look it's Callum McGregor's just now but it's up to Billy Gilmore to go and, and when they go away to this camp in Spain they play the games in Portugal against uh, is it Holland? Yeah, Holland and Luxembourg, Luxembourg. Luxembourg. Yep. I'm sure he'll be going with the, the mindset to try and get in that team um, but the two for me definitely definitely start the games McTominay and, and McGinn McGinn's been alongside Kieran Tierney Scotland's best player um, so I think that other position is between Billy Gilmer and Callum McGregor mm -hmm. I think he might go with Callum McGregor in terms of his experience he's played in many a big games but I think it's open for Billy Gilmer to try and grasp that, that position off him Cammy, who would be in goals for you in the first game? Would you be going for David Marshall, who you know gave us that moment we'll never forget, or is it going to be Gordon? What do you reckon, Craig Gordon? Is there any chance of Al McGregor getting called up? Uh, he's not. He's not. No. I mean, I would, I'd hope he was asked, but yeah, yeah I'm sure it would have been checked out. Mark, do you think it would have been checked out, wouldn't it, about Alan McGregor? Surely behind the scenes, they would I would imagine there would, would. would have been a sounding yeah. very much in, in, in private. Yeah, I think yeah. You'd, you'd, you'd be. You'd be negligent if you didn't yeah. go and check it out. And Steve Clark wouldn't be negligent, would he? I mean, he's no, so no, would, he's would, so thorough. Yeah, you, yeah. you would uncover uh -huh. every stone, and then just because we don't hear about things in the public domain doesn't mean to sure. say <laughs> that something's not happened. So, I, I I would imagine that privately there would have been a, a sounding out. I know you always want it as a distinguished journalist carried out in the back page of the Record <laughs> or the Sun or the Mail or whatever or the Evening Times, but uh, no. So, Cammy, who would you go for? Which keeper? I'd put. Um, Personally, I'd probably go Craig Gordon. Obviously, David Marshall gave us that fantastic penalty save to put us through. But I, just, I watch Craig Gordon for heart sometimes. I, I think he's a, I think he is a really good keeper, and he's up to the standard. So it would be Craig Gordon for me. Do you know what I haven't told you yet, Cammy? Actually, you probably have picked up John Hughes has left uh, Ross County. There's been so much on since five, so anyone just tuning in, yep, uh, John Hughes has gone. Barry, are you surprised he kept him up? Yeah, very surprised. Um, I fully expected John Hughes to to lead Ross County um, next season. I don't know what's went on there. Um, he done what he was asked. That's right, it was till the end of the season, yep, wasn't it? Yep. To keep them up. And I, I was... Um, I was with a mind frame of John Hughes was going to take Ross County uh, forward. John Hughes, for me, is a guy I respect. I really like him. I like the way he goes about his business. I like the way he comes across. And I like the way his teams play. Um, so, yep, it was surprising to, to hear that news. Mark? Paul, I'm just telling it up there when you've mentioned that now about Ross County. And unless I'm mistaken, there's seven jobs available just now. Wait, got, let's hear, okay. And I might be missing one. Yep. There's okay. Falkirk, yep. Dumbarton, mm -hmm. Dunfermline, yep. Ross County, yep. Celtic, yep. Alloa, mm -hmm. and Inverness. Now, I don't know if I'm missing one, but at the moment, there's seven jobs up for grabs. You know, and I, and I wouldn't be surprised if yep. the if the man sitting next to me might be in, in the mix for one or two, given the job that, he, that he's done at, uh, at Kelty Hearts, but that's not for me to, People to speculate. For but sure. Yep. For the, for the, we've been talking about Callum Davis a lot tonight yep. at Barry's level and what he's achieved 
uh, is is absolutely um, fantastic. And bearing in mind, he's also served part of your apprenticeship at Clyde as well. Mm-hmm. He's got in at, at that level and worked at Clyde. And given the job that he managed to do at Blackburn, uh, sorry, at Blackpool under uh, trying circumstances as well. So when you look at that, there's some there's some really good jobs up for grabs in, in Scottish football, but the John Hughes one really took really took mm. me aback, Paul. Yep, huge summer of change. How much did you enjoy it? Share it with Cammy, would you and the listeners? Uh, yesterday, late in the game, you got the, the you know the goal that, that sealed it, but you were two one ahead anyway. What was that like at that goal then? Because uh Sheer did you emotion, be in, Paul. What no, did you do? Listen, I ended up um, once the celebrations had calmed down, I realised I was about 20 yards away from my dugout and about 15 yards on the pitch. Um, but listen, it's just emotion. That's the type of, type of guy I'm at. Um, just when that goal went in, it was more relief. Because mm-hmm. uh, it was, a, as I said to you, it was a poor game. It wasn't great. There was a lot of nerves. But when uh, Michael Tisders popped it into the back of the net, five minutes to go, I knew that was us. We were um, on the way up. So, yep, just lost it for a minute or two. But you're in the moment these times in football don't come come along a lot so I made sure I enjoyed it How big was it for you? I read today saying it's as big as anything you've achieved uh, in the game as, Listen, I've been lucky enough to win 16 major um, trophies but this was a lot of hard work and, and, and a different side in terms of management I had a, a tough last six months at Clyde I took a bit of time out and um, I had to go and, and find what I really wanted to do and I went into this job where the determination to, to get them up. There's been a lot of hard work, as I said, went into it. And to achieve it yesterday um, was just, uh, it was it was a brilliant feeling, I've got to be honest with you. Brilliant feeling. They're and it's up there with the trophies. Is it? 100%. Wow. And, I'm, yeah. and as I said, I was lucky to go walk upstairs and lift Scottish Cups, mm-hmm. Championships, League Cups. Um, but that was that was special yesterday. Mark, it's some story. And we've seen Barry's in here. He goes home then. Yeah. He's watching the video from the match the night before, watching the opposition, arranging the meals for the players. And, yeah. and I look at Mikel Arteta, who played with him there at Rangers, and he's managing Arsenal. And I'm not Barry's. And Barry's been at Kelty Hearts, you know, then through to Fife mm-hmm. in COVID time. It's it's so tough. Yeah, and it's it's all consuming. I mean, on paper, officially, it's down as a, as a part-time job, but it's not. It's full-time. And if you want to go... And, and get to the next level which Barry does and Barry will do then you know you, you've got to put <clears throat> excuse me you've got to put them as a, as a player you put them as in uh, as a boy and then once you get to that level the hardest thing is, is staying there because people want to knock you down and it's the same as a manager but I totally get what Barry's saying in terms of he feels it's, it, it's up there if not better than anything he achieved as a player because you speak to any manager Paul you've got the whole weight of the club mm-hmm. in your shoulders and particularly this year of volume, I've just heard Callum Davidson saying it as well. The pressure, the extra administration, like babysitting your players, babysitting your football club, constantly having to remind them, remember, please be mindful of the rules, be mindful of the guidelines. The season stopping and starting, are the SPFL going to allow the pyramid system to work this season? So you put all that into the equation, it must just, no wonder you've let off a bit of steam. Uh, last night with your players and, and Bob Malcolm, and, and quite rightly so, absolutely yeah. deserve it. He's- let off a lot of steam. <laughs> he's got a lot night. to let off. <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a big guy. But listen, it's a lot of responsibility. And um, whether it's full time and, and Callum would probably say the same thing. There's a lot of responsibility, but I enjoy that responsibility. Um, as I said, I had to get my hands dirty. I've enjoyed this side of it, 
and I'm determined to go as, as high as I can Cammy, would you fancy being a, a manager when you hear how much is in it? Yeah, it's something I've uh, I, wait, just quite I'd like to congratulate uh, Barry on his promotion last night and wish him the best for next season Thanks Cammy. I appreciate that Thanks Cammy. We always enjoy your chat and hopefully we'll speak to you on the run up to the Euros It's Go Radio the Go Radio Football Show. Download the Go Radio app to listen live weeknights from five. What a weekend and what a programme it is tonight. Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson, the newly promoted to the SPFL, the manager of Kelty Hearts, and Mark Guidi. And earlier we heard from Callan Davidson, live, exclusive on the programme. Well, it was exclusive at six. He's been everywhere else earlier on. No, but we had him live, exclusively on the programme. It was great to speak to Callum Davidson. And what a weekend it's been for Josh Taylor, undisputed champion of the world, uniting all four belts, the Preston Pans man. It's just phenomenal. It's what a result for him in, in the early hours of Vegas yesterday morning. Brilliant boxer. Paul watched him yeah. a few times. Just disappointed none of the major channels picked yeah. up. That was poor, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. He's, um, I think he, he gets left out a wee bit that mm. way, but he's a, an exceptional fighter and, and um, brilliant to see him win. Um i never seen it, I've just seen the, the highlights because mm. obviously I was in my bed, tucked up, getting prepared for yep. the game on Sunday. But, but I went to go out to Las Vegas and, and win four major belts now. So. Phenomenal. It hasn't been done since Ken Buchanan's days yep. before our time, yep. Mark. It's phenomenal. And hopefully next, there's a £10 million purse. Yeah, it'd be great. And he's, you know, he's 30-year-old, so he's getting yep. into those kind of last, probably, as a boxer, maybe three, maybe four um, years. And, um, you know, to beat uh, Ramirez um, was, was great. And also as well, you mentioned Ken Buchanan. He's going to take the belts round to Ken Buchanan. I think Ken Buchanan's a yeah. kind of mentor, and yep. you know they've got a, a real affinity together, a close connection. Great to see him with the the, the Scottish flag around him, the tartan shorts um, as, as Ken Buchanan and Jim Watt, and, and they all um, used to do. So yep. look, we've got to take great pride um, in any champions um, that we get, and we probably don't give our sports um, people, you know, enough. Um, and when you think, you know. You take me a step back and you say Josh Taylor from East Lothian is a champion boxer of the world in his division, his weight. And again, you just say it again, the champion boxer of the world. Think of the dedication, the sacrifices, everything that he's put in to get to the pinnacle of his chosen uh, profession. So, absolute credit to him. Craig's on the line from Cumbernauld. Craig, good evening. Good evening, James. How's it going? Good, thanks. How are you? <laughs> no bad, no bad. Um, there was a couple of things really. Obviously, firstly, uh, congratulate yourself, Barry, uh, on getting up to the week two last night. Uh, thoroughly deserved, and I actually think the fact that uh, two out of the three teams who've got up through the pyramid system have been for the Lowland League tells me the Lowland League should get a bit more credit because I feel like mm-hmm. the Highland League's almost held in higher regard in some ways. Um, but to say, all credit to you for that. Thanks for that, Craig. <laughs> but no, I agree with you. There's a lot of teams in the Lowland League that are, um, for me, good enough to make the step. I think in over the next two or three years, you'll see teams like East Kilbride, mm-hmm. Bonnie Rig, um, BSC, East Stirling, I could go on and on. There's a lot of good teams. Um, so it's, I don't think it gets enough coverage, I'll be honest mm-hmm. with you. Um, I think, I agree with Craig, the Highland League seems to be the one that's the, yeah. the better league, but that's nonsense. The Lowland League's the, the better league for me. Mm-hmm. Craig? I, absolutely, I, I totally agree. I think that is the thing. Um, I, that is the sort of thing. But yeah. no, as I say, um, great for that. And obviously, I fair play to St Johnston getting their, their you know, cup double. That's unbelievable. Um, but I wanted to touch on that a bit with the, 
the manager of the season thing because I think it's difficult. We should probably hold manager of the season and those awards after the Scottish Cup final because it can change, um, you know, the opinion of who's going to win those awards. Yeah. Um, but I do think actually for me, what I would have liked to have seen happen this season more would have been a, a sort of joint manager of the season because I don't think, you know, I think Stephen Gerrard going an entire league season unbeaten. Um, you know, yes, we had the, the slip-ups in the Cups, but to do that and to win the league by 25 points, however poor Celtic were, and have a 100% record in the league in the clean sheets, he deserved the, the recognition of manager of the season, but so did, by that token, Callum Davidson for winning a Cup double. Yeah. So uh, maybe a joint manager of the season, I think, would have been the fairest way, because they both deserve the recognition of, of getting that award in my opinion. Barry, that's a good point. Can we put it straight to the former president of the Scottish Football Writers Association? <laughs> I love that. Yeah, no, I love that. The Reverend Mark Weedy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> He's not the Reverend. How does it, honestly, how does it feel <laughs> to be called Barry a former this. president? We'll swap it for his <laughs> money. I can, I can remember with, with, with Barry won the award and yep. you won it twice and uh, I remember because well, you need to sit at the top table as you know you're you giving it and I remember one of the ones at the um, the the Hilton the Hilton double tree, tree now at the it's top of Sucky Hall yep. she <laughs> used to be at, at the other Hilton around yep. uh, William Street yep. and Barry would have been well, you were 22 or 23 mm-hmm. and you just remember it at, at one of the interval before the speaker oh, don't like sitting at that top table. <laughs> it's too yeah. formal. I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm going to fall, fall off my chairs. I'm just going to stand at the bar and I'll be able to relax yeah. before I go back to the top table. But anyway, I digress. A yep. worthy winner, and it, and it was yep. brilliant. And you know, you've you've been pulled up. They're, they're, they're great nights. Yep. They're, they're, they're yep. brilliant nights. Um, I think they're you know the you only need to look out at the turnout and the former winners that come back. You know to take their to take their bow from Alan Ruff to to Morris Malpass to. To Gary Caldwell, you know, um, to Davy Weir, you know, there's been some brilliant Charlie Mulgrew, some great um, Big Derek, of forwards. course. Big yeah. Derek um as well, absolutely. Um Big Derek Johnson um always comes back um and enjoys himself. So no, they're they're great, um they're great so, nights. But on that, I, I agree, I think, you know, the reason and it's the same with the PFA, Craig, that, that you have to bring the, the voting forward a wee bit is because you do have a dinner a dinner to organise and the whole point of the dinner is for the winners to be there, particularly the play of the year. That, that's the most coveted um, award. And therefore, you know, normally, players would be shooting away in holiday or whatever. So you need to do it during the season before they go away. And that's mm. the reason um, behind it. Um, so, But this year, probably a wee bit different and we probably could have waited um, to the end of the season. If there was ever a time to wait to the end of the season, it would have been now. And you know what? Your, 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 shout, your shout's a great shout um, about a joint manager of the year. Why not? Um, because you know Stephen Gerrard definitely re- deserves recognition for everything that you said and so does Callum Davidson his first year as a manager working in the kind of budget that he's having to work under and to deliver two cups and bearing in mind beating Rangers on the way to getting one of those cups so they both um, deserve it um, and uh, I, no, I think it's a I think it's a really good shout so, so that is the reason why it's done at that time in yeah. case players yeah. disappear straight yeah, after the it, season you know, just to give them time to get there and organise if you want to bring your family along, friends, teammates, whatever. That's that's the um, that's the reason, Barry. It's to make sure that you know players. Cause you, there's no point in having a player of the year. I wasn't it, and and, and you're away in Portugal or, or Florida or, or or whatever. Or yeah, maybe sometimes it could be like in a World Cup or a Euros year. You're maybe away within the next day yeah. or two, and then you can't go really and enjoy yourself and, and make. No, the you're right because it. it was great. I mean, I, I was buzzing when I won it. Mm. Obviously, all the the full team came. The full team came, yeah. and it, it's yeah. great to. Aye. I know it's an individual award, but listen, they're the guy. There's the guys who mm-hmm. 
I've helped you along the way. Mm. So, Craig, yeah, that's a very good point that you've made. And, and right away, Mark, you you said, yeah, that's that could be, you know, the uh, there could have been a joint position maybe because it's been such a. I'm just looking on Sky there. You'll see we've uh, there's Cam Davidson who was on here a few moments ago, and that's him doing that. Yeah, right across the dressing room floor there as Barry then did 24 hours later. The champagne slide. Some way, the champagne slide. That's what we're calling it. Craig, champagne season for you overall and you're getting ready. What's the, some other headlines, there's so much on the go. Um, Rangers are targeting apparently Sariki Dembele, transfer listed by Peterborough. Mm. Any thoughts? Um, Part of the Dembele well, family, I mean, yeah. Yeah, to be honest, I don't know particularly an awful lot about him. Mm-hmm. Um, having not seen much of Peterborough this season, funnily enough, but <laughs> uh, but um, you know, listen, if he's as good as the namesakes that we've seen um, Tundle through here in the past, and even um, you know, then I, I would absolutely be delighted sure. to have him. You know, was, I don't think really yeah. And Joe yeah. Aribo, apparently Galatasaray, have been looking um, at the Rangers player. Mark, that's not really a surprise, is it? It's this time of season. There's going to be a lot of transfer activity. Yeah, I mean, I think we've we've really praised. I, I really like Joe Aribo, yeah. and I know Barry does too. You know, I think he's a very elegant footballer. But but you know, alongside that, he's very powerful. He is, you know, a strong, strong um, boy, fantastic um, physique, and uh, a top footballer. So look, just as Callum Davidson saying half an hour ago. That's what happens with success comes um, attraction and there's no doubt that some of the Rangers players are going to be a magnet for, mm. for clubs with money. Now whether it's Galatasaray with Joe Aribo whether it's Leeds United um, with Ryan Kent um, whatever it's going to be Glenn Kamara um, linked with a couple of clubs in, in Serie A so, but it's a compliment and um, it'll be interesting to see if there's a bid made what kind of money because for Joe Aribo you're talking serious money as well to get him out of Ibrox Listen the news is coming next there is breaking news that Alawa want to approach Kelty to approach Barry as manager so they've just come down from the championship they want to come right back up they want Barry as manager Mark Well I'm sure Barry will give us the big news on that just after 6 o'clock when we return from the news but am I surprised? No He's a fantastic young manager and for me it's no surprise it's been coveted and as I said there's seven jobs up for grabs um, at the moment. Could it be Could it be eight? Could there be another job um, up for grabs if uh, if Kelty Hearts lose a manager? I'm sure Kelty he's going to have a very, very hard act to replace. Craig, thanks for that call. We're back in a moment after the news at six. The Go Radio Football Show. Download the Go Radio app to listen live weeknights from five. Well, it's all happening tonight and right throughout the summer we'll be on two hours every evening building up to the Euros which are just three weeks away today. This, in fact, the game will be over by this time, Barry. It'll be uh, yep, two o'clock against the Czech Republic and more news coming soon on that. Yep, yep and I'm sure it'll be three points in the bag. Yep, That's how confident, confident yep. I'm in this um, Scotland squad that Stevie Clark's picked. Well, it's all happening this time. An hour ago, we had Barry on, bringing Kelty Hearts up. We had Callum Davidson on. We were asking Callum about the future for him. And Mark, just before the news, the breaking news, Aloha have been in touch with Kelty Hearts and they want you as their manager. Barry, what can you say just now? Um, uh, what I can say is that it's been a, it was a decision that I had made a few months back, Paul, during the second lockdown. Um, I had a lot of thinking to do what way I was going to go forward. Um, and I had made my choice no matter what happened, whether Kelty stayed in the Lowland League or, or we got uh, promoted, that I was going to um, move on. Um, and I informed them last night it was a it was a tough, obviously, meeting I had to have with them. Um, it was an emotional night, obviously, we were getting promoted, but um, I think they were 
respectfully the way I done it. Eye to eye, I done it as a man, um, and they were disappointed. But we move on. Um, it's a fantastic club. I had a great, a great time there. Thirty three months. I've loved every single minute. But I just feel at this moment in time, it's time for me to, to move on and and have a a, a new challenge, a different challenge. Um, so that's the way it's worked out. The, the club will be releasing a statement in the next hour or two so we'll see what happens over the next few days um, regarding where I'm going to be Look, I have you not, decided? no no, I've not met any clubs um, out of the respect to we had a, we had a playoff games to yep. play mm. I was firmly focused on one thing and that was making sure I got Kelty Football Club into the SPFL and then I was going to obviously have a sit down with them which I did last night and then um, now I've done the job, now it's time for me to, to move on to, as I said, a, a new challenge. Where that's going to be, Paul, I don't know. Um, I'm going to have a chat with um, a couple of clubs over the next couple of days. Um, and then, listen, it might be good chats, it might be bad chats, it might not work. Um, I might not be in a job. So we just need to wait and see the next couple of days. So my decision was made three months ago. But you continue with us in the Go Radio Football Show. 100%, where yep. Fastest growing in the country. So and something special is happening Paul, here. Just an exclusive yep. story. Barry Ferguson has announced um, that he's leaving Kelty Hearts after taking them into League Two, which is what the job that he was set out to do. And for any manager, um, Paul, the ambition is always to leave the club in a better position that you found it in. But very few managers manage to achieve that. But Barry's achieved it as a young manager. 33 months. I didn't even realise it was that long. So you're, talk, you're nudging towards three years, bearing in mind he's, he's before it at Clyde. And um, without prying, he's, he's clearly in demand, um, and rightly so. So the time is now right for Barry to go to the, the next level in Scottish football, whether that's going to be League One. There'll be or, other clubs in as well. Level. Yeah. Abs- absolutely. Um, and, uh, you know, when you look at some of the clubs you have mentioned that he's linked with, with Aloha, and um, one thing that Aloha have managed to do over, over the past few years is make themselves an excellent club for young managers to use as, as a stepping stone off the top of my head. Um, Jack Ross Jim Goodwin Paul Hartley so there's three managers in the past six or seven years that have managed to do well and you look at the manager they had last season Peter Grant brilliant manager you know brilliant uh, manager um, so look there's, there's great opportunities out there in Scottish football now but as you said go radio that's a massive exclusive story that we've just had it's been a good night um, for exclusives and um, former captain of Rangers in Scotland has just told us all about his next managerial move and, and, and this big decision that he's managed to make in the past 24 hours. And one thing I need to make clear, it was made during the second lockdown. Yeah. Um, this has not been an overnight decision. It's not a whim. No, it's something that I've thought, I've thought long and hard about because, listen, I've got a real connection with the club. Um, they've been brilliant for me. They gave me all the tools to go and, and succeed. And we part in good ways. That's the most important thing for me because um, it's I was really close to the general manager um, Dean who was brilliant for me the committee were, um, were always behind me um, the group of players were a brilliant group so the most important thing for me is there was no fallouts we've done it the right way we, we, we looked each other in the eye and they accepted it which you've put Kelty on the map Barry you've put mm-hmm. Kelty Hearts on the map we are just talking there about Aloha and what Barry has done and what Kelty Hearts will be in a good position now moving forward as they look to replace Barry is that they've had a former Scotland captain mm. as a manager so any young manager that's out of work 
they're not going to see Kelty Hearts as some beneath them they're going mm. to professional football in League 2 and as Barry said the most important thing at any football club for a manager is do you have a good board behind you mm. do you have good people willing to back you and clearly that exists yeah, at I can't, Kelty I can't, Hearts I can't speak um, any more highly than than the the board that I had there and especially the, the general manager who was brilliant for me mm-hmm. um, but I tell you what it's a fantastic club I've left it in a good place and it's it's a brilliant job for somebody John, Hugh, John Hughes is leaving uh, Ross County he's gone are you going to Dingwall? <laughs> no no, it's no, too far for me that because <laughs> you're staying like that you move the show up there <laughs> <laughs> don't yep. like that A9 <laughs> you're staying with us and go radio 100%. as well whatever happens yep Yep, Fantastic. 100%. What if Tottenham come in? <laughs> <laughs> is that Daniel Levy, our next caller? Is on. No, listen, but that's the thing. You know, remember I said earlier on about, you know, Mikel Arteta at Arsenal. Barry has gone Clyde and then to Kelty. He's taken them up to the SPFL. Yeah. Uh, and he's ready. Amazing, isn't it? He's ready yeah. for he's ready for the next Great. he's ready for the next mm-hmm. step and his career deserves that next step, absolutely. Other teams available. You you said it in the first hour before yeah. we knew this you know, was listen, going I, to break. I think, you yeah. know, Dunfermline's a cracking mm-hmm. job. Um, for somebody to go and get a hold of you know, I think with, if you're looking at the championship now Paul with, with Hearts now out of that championship now whether Dundee stay in it or come mm-hmm. not come down if you're looking at those five or six teams um, in the mix there and, and I'm firming a really good club good setup, good people behind the scenes um, there as well Falkirk. running the club yep. Falkirk Gary Holt sporting director uh, also a, a good club but in, in, in league um in League One mm-hmm. so they're going to have to like re- really rebuild themselves but that job's um, up for grabs so some really uh, attractive jobs Inverness and Ross County um, as you say Mark uh, hold the bus well. Celtic Celtic's <laughs> out there um, as, as, as well How, any sign of can I just say one yeah. thing but Mark, Please, Mark yeah. made a good point two or three weeks ago I think it was he'd, he'd said like, do I want to you're speaking about myself as a manager mm-hmm. do I really want it you know what I mean over this period of time you thinking I do want to now go and, and kick, really kick on I want to kick on um, the, the Clyde thing kind of damaged me a wee bit and I had mm. to go back down and see if I had that bit between my teeth and I've certainly got that bit between my teeth and, and I thank Kelty for giving me that opportunity mm. I, I, I can't thank them um, a place anymore. in your heart now hasn't they, they are they've yeah. been brilliant for me they've given me the bit between my teeth as I said and it's important that you get the proper people behind you mm. And as I said, one guy, the, the general manager, Dean McKenzie, was absolute brilliant for me. He gave me the, the tools. When I went to ask for something, he delivered it for me. Um, and that's what you need, that kind of relationship. And he understands that now is probably the right time for me to go and make that next step. Where it's going to be, I don't know, but you will be, you'll know in the next couple of days. So it's like, just what you said about good people, it's the same at go. When we're working with Rob McLean and you ask Rob for something, <laughs> we get it. We he always delivers. get it, don't we? He delivers. No question. He always, no he, question. He always delivers. I tell you what, I, <laughs> I, I notice you like to, you were in charge of the football department there and I think that, I've never worked in football but I've worked around it for years. I think it's important. If you get the right manager at the football club, he has to be, the, he or she has to be the person. You know, the director of football, I know people talk about continuity, but look, the owners own the clubs. Mm-hmm. And you, if you get the right manager, Steven Gerrard at Rangers was not going to be told who he's director of football. Runs I don't believe that. Exactly. So. Yeah. You did at Kelty. So I'm just thinking, I don't know the setup at Alloa or Falkirk or Dunfermline or wherever, but you would want to be in charge of the football. Yeah, I firmly believe that. Like the manager's got to have the final say on who they sign. Um, and do you know what? See if it goes well, you get the plaudits. Yeah. See if it doesn't. It's your, it's your fault yep. and I like it that mm-hmm. way I prefer it that way you've, you've got to shoulder the blame mm-hmm. 
if you sign players and it doesn't work but on the flip side of it it's great the last um, obviously 24 hours getting a lot of praise um, but you can only sign players it's up to them to go and, and do it when they cross the white line and and that's what I firmly believe that a manager's got to live or die by his decisions and his signings and how he sets his team up and that's the way I like it I prefer to work what a day, isn't it? There's so right. much on the yeah. go. It's absolutely... Fit. And tonight, Kilmarnock against Dundee. They're 2-1 down. This is a massive game. The closer it gets to kick-off, Barry, Mark, I wonder what is going to happen tonight because Kilmarnock went on a bit of a run, you know, the Lafferty goals and all the rest, but they're 2-1 down. They are, and, and, and the evidence uh, of uh, of Thursday night, you know, uh, you know, maybe fortunate to only be 2-1 two, mm-hmm. down. So I, I really thought, and I said in the programme a few weeks ago, regardless of who was in the playoff. And who they faced, I fancied the Premiership team strongly. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm not so sure. I I I can see Dundee going to Rugby Park tonight and getting a nil nil or a one each. Yeah. I I can, but would never underestimate um, Kilmarnock. Massive for 28 years, Paul. Yep. You know, 28 years um, in the Premier League, and away back to to Tommy Burns and and, and Billy Starts, thinking right through to, to to Bobby Williamson getting them into Europe, winning yeah. the cup. Jim Jeffries, Jim Jeffries getting them into yeah. Europe. Steve Clark. Mm. Get them into third place, beating Celtic and Rangers on a on a on a regular uh, basis, producing Scotland players again. Um, come on, so but it's a reminder as well when you don't have the right people in place, how quickly it can go. Mm-hmm. Second place, two years, uh, third place yep. two years ago. Steve Clark, manager of the year, two two years in a row. So I think it's an absolute cracker. It's live on Sky. It's a belting ninety minutes. Could it go to extra time? Mm-hmm. It easily could as well, Paul. Yeah, I, I, fan, I fancied Kilmarnock um, to do it, but after watching the game, let me say, I don't think Kilmarnock can play any worse. Mm-hmm. It's the worst right. I've seen him. Yeah. But Dundee have got good players. Mm-hmm. Um, again, Charlie Adam was a standout in the middle of the pitch. Um, and now I'm swaying towards Dundee. Mm-hmm. I'm swaying towards Dundee. When I look at the Kilmarnock, I've said it many a times, I look at the Kilmarnock squad, you go Broadfoot, you go Pip, uh, Power, Dicker, Lafferty, Chris Burke, Kilty. Good, good players. It should be okay for them. Yeah, but they? after watching the game, I'm swaying towards Dundee to do it. Mm-hmm. In playoffs, anything can happen, and I guess the pressure is massive. I mean, you yeah, I felt didn't play it yesterday. Well. Yeah. I, I could, I could sense it. My job was to try and calm the players down a wee bit. But I'll be honest with you, I, I was a bit nervous no. myself. Yep. Um, you could see it against Brora as well. Yeah, listen, that's part of it. But that's mm. that's what we all love about football. Um, there was real pressure on us to to go and do it and. Kilmarnock are the ones um, that will be under severe pressure. Mark just mentioned they're 28 years in the Premier League. Mm-hmm. But also, uh, James McPake will be under a bit of pressure because he's yeah. got a good budget up there at Dundee. Has he? Uh, he's got yep. good players, yep. Mm-hmm. So, it's it's a 50-50, but I honestly believe that Dundee might just do it tonight. Tommy Wright, he must be thinking, oh my goodness, all the work I did at St. Johnson. It's phenomenal. And, you know, Callum was his assistant for so long um, and the success he had. And he did get the framework there for them, but Callum has taken them on too. And I just wonder if it's affecting him as well. You know, he's going into a playoff, playing for survival really for Kelly and looking over his shoulder thinking, what might have been if he'd stayed at McDermott? Yeah, yeah, it could have been. But the point is, Paul, he's, he's, he's got... 90 minutes now to, to go and make sure that he um, preserves uh, Kilmarnock as, a, as an SPFL Premiership team and this kind of 90 minutes is what I think what, what Tommy Wright's made for um, Paul you know I, I think and as Barry mentioned six or seven top players the Corey a really good team at home five six hundred Kilmarnock fans inside the stadium 
if he can't go and do it tonight then there is a problem yeah. and it goes it must be more deep rooted than just um, the 11 players um, on the pitch but I think Kilmarnock will just will just get through I'm going to stick with the Premiership team just to see it um, over the line but you know as, as Barry mentioned all the pressure is on Kilmarnock and, and there'll be nobody more relieved in the, the whole country mm. than Tommy Wright if they get it it's everything to lose for Kilmarnock and yeah. everything to gain for Dundee and James McPake it's a great town and, and we do as we That's mentioned brilliant. some of the games there yeah, and we're great. at West of Scotland Station yeah. and Ayrshire you know we want to we've lost Hamilton of course yeah. from the Premiership we don't want to lose another one no yep. no no we don't and um, uh, good people at Kilmarnock as well Paul as you know but yep. behind the scenes you know Billy Bowie uh, you know, he's invested a lot yep. of time and money into the football club uh, good people behind the scenes Tommy Wright as well is a really good manager and, and some of the players are, are top players OK just looking at more of the headlines coming in there's so much happening tonight there's going to be 6,000 fans in the Eurozone at Glasgow Green as well so it's looking good for the Euros I don't understand why we had no fans though at the Scottish Cup final two days ago I know it's gone We'll park it yeah, but, but come on that, I was I mean, there that, at that Hamden was poor. on Saturday yeah. Paul and to, when you look around it's it's, you know, in a footballing sense, yeah. it's heartbreaking. Yep. It is for our national cup final not to have anybody there. You know, whether St. You know, Johnson won it, but whether it was Hibs to do that, you know, not to be able to do a lap on it. And as as I sat in the stadium and you're looking at fifty thousand empty seats, I couldn't have been why? the only one. I'm thinking, mm-hmm. wait a minute, why? Yeah. You know, uh, why honestly, is there not at least six hundred sure. in here? You know, honestly, felt for the St. Johnson players. Yeah. Two what cups, happened? yeah, <laughs> and look, they try and create their own atmosphere, but. It just it just didn't didn't sit right with me. Um, they should have had at least a few hundred each in. Um, and disappointed. I, there wasn't no family members there, was it? No, Callum's wife was there. Maybe yeah. Just I, think, I think there was yeah. enough to maybe for for, for one or two mm-hmm. um, to get in. But no, no, it wasn't like you know every club had you know no. hundred or mm-hmm. two hundred right. um, guests. It, it wasn't um, like that. But it, it was um, you know the achievements um, brilliant. But for the players and for for. For the manager and the board, everybody involved at football clubs that all you know make a contribution, uh, and for loyal season ticket holders who basically at Hibs of St John's and every other club, you've paid your money and it's turned out just to be a donation. It's yeah. been a donation mm-hmm. to the football club, and thank goodness for those season ticket holders. At, uh, Surely at they're going club. to do a wee bus tour around about Perth. I'd imagine yeah. they would, yeah. Once um, the the guidelines mm-hmm. permit. You've got to take both the league cup and the Scottish cup round about, and, oh, yeah, because yeah. it's been a tough one for the fans. Because yeah. imagine. The, the, the day out they would have had mm-hmm. St Johnson fan they should, they should just do a European tour on the bus you know go to London and <laughs> sponsored ba- by Go Radio yeah. and uh, down to the Algarve and then yeah. back then back oh, into yeah. Perth three weeks later <laughs> <laughs> Mark Guidi will be the uh, bus conductor <laughs> and the driver I'll drive it <laughs> so that's uh, big news there Barry is leaving Kelty Hearts and clubs are on already Aloha um, have asked they, they want him as the manager and I think there'll be more on the way too um, Eddie Howe watch this seems to be the week this seems to be um, but we've not got it wrong we did say nearly two months ago he'd met the majority shareholder a deal was done he wanted time to think about it but it looks as though Mark it's going to be Eddie Howe yes, Ed, well, Paul I'm going to say it. it's not it but Eddie Howe will be yep. the next Celtic manager and it may take until June the 1st for it to be confirmed but he will be the next Celtic manager for sure quick break and then we're back and more of your calls I'm joined now by Gary from OPC Energy Gary what a job you did out there today oh it was it was unbelievable you saw the customers faces when that boiler went in it was a really special moment and what about the overall performance 
Unreal. You, you could really feel the heat out there. I'm delighted with the result and we move on to the next one. Thanks, Gary. Come on! For more information on boiler upgrades, heat pumps and more, visit opc-ltd.uk. Get ahead of the game with OPC Energy. The Go Radio Football Show. Talking football first. Listen live weeknights from five. The Go Radio Football Show. Talking football first. Listen live weeknights from five. Go Radio Football Show and so many headlines St Johnson do the double this weekend so well done it's phenomenal St Johnson winning the League Cup and now the Scottish Cup Rangers have won the title 25 points and Celtic are waiting for the announcement about Eddie Howe which uh, we hear we'll, we don't know for sure but it, all the soundings are that it's coming very coming. very soon yeah, yep. but I think you know any Celtic fan listening in Paul will you could be rest assured that even though he's not been officially announced, we do know the work has been going on in the background. You know, which is you know what Celtic fans wanted to hear because it's you know it's been a, a contractual um, issue down the road that's prevented them um, actually coming up and uh, starting officially. But behind the scenes, for sure, there's been a lot of work um, going on, and I think you'll see two or three signings pretty quickly um, coming in the door well they have to because the season yeah, tickets exactly, are yeah. they have to go out very very soon and also Eddie Howe will want to start with uh, a signal you know that things are happening there it's going to be fascinating Rangers with Stephen Gerrard having won the league by those points up for the Champions League qualifiers next season there is so much to look forward to and our own Marvin Bartley who joins us every week he's assistant manager at Livingston he kept that quiet Barry it's he all did, happened he did yeah. keep it quiet but delighted he's he's obviously been doing his coaching badges he was he was coaching the younger um, lads at Livingston so it was a natural progression um, and I'm delighted for him Marv listen I didn't know Marv until we started working in here together brilliant guy he's had a real good career um, and he, he, he loves the game um, so delighted to see him get the opportunity as assistant manager and a good to, to work alongside David Martindale very different and that could be great at Livy because it's been such a success this year I know they've gone off the boil but to be top six yeah. and to get to the League Cup final yeah but wow. you know brilliant and um, you know, fortunate enough to work with uh, Marvin on the, on the show uh, two or three weeks ago and um, he speaks very well you know I think he's a great ambassador for football mm-hmm. um, you know in, in general and uh, you know he's been cutting his teeth doing a bit of the coaching with the youths um, this season too so clearly the club feel that he's ready to step up and it, and it strikes me as well Paul as being manager material you know a leader and um, it wouldn't surprise me if Marvin's the, the manager of, of, of Livingston um, sometimes so. more breaking news Mickey Mellon is leaving Dundee United an amicable split yeah. my goodness yeah. Barry's leaving Kelty Hearts <laughs> Um, John Hughes has left Ross County. I wonder James, James is laughing here. James, this is real. Yeah, it's not April the first. <laughs> Mickey not. Mellon, Dundee United. Mark, you look as though you know something about this. No, I, 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 I heard you know, for about six weeks now that a partner oh. of the ways was was coming. You know, Doncaster Rovers were certainly um, looking at him uh, a few weeks ago. Tranmere Rovers um, looking at him um, just now. So I don't think it's a it's not a great surprise. Yeah. Um, Paul but the, the appointment albeit it's only been for a year it's worked well for both parties he's kept them de-united um, in the division after they won um, promotion and um, you know I think he just probably wants to to get back um, down south Dundee United Barry do you fancy it? <laughs> no in terms of, of Mickey you, you know I know yep. Mickey pretty well um, I was delighted he got the opportunity to work um, in the top league in Scotland I know he was um, he was right up for it uh, and it's I'm sad for him because I think next year you'd have seen a different Dundee United. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
Sad to see him go. I always want to see good guys do well. He's a real good guy, real good coach as well. Um, so disappointed to see him leave. But listen, I'm sure he'll get a job very quickly, mm. Paul, because he's um, he was very successful. He was down in England in the lower leagues. He had um, and he's highly rated there, isn't he? He is so, very highly yeah. rated, uh, rated, and um, I, I know the way he thinks about football. He's got a real good um, football brain. Um, so disappointed to see him see him leave but I'm sure as I said he'll get a job pretty soon yeah wow it is all happening so Mickey Mellon set to leave Dundee United sounds like Tranmere maybe Mark very possibly he'll be heading down there but we'll we'll find out Barry is leaving Kelty Hearts Aloha have already thrown their hat in the ring you think some other clubs will be after him too but after Barry, Barry yeah, yeah. Ab- absolutely you know there's uh, you know, say there's seven clubs there's now eight clubs there's eight jobs available now yeah. Dundee United um, as well so yep you know I think Barry it's clear that he's he's he wants to make the next um, step up in the managerial ladder and it'll be there you know whether it's Alawa whether it's it's somewhere else you know I think there's jobs there that, that are very uh, appealing Jimmy McGrath has been included in the Irish squad he's been called up so that's some good news for the St Mirren player back to that in a moment or two but it's the other Saints this weekend isn't it the double for St Johnson and Ryan is on the line Ryan congratulations thank you very much Champions. <laughs> <laughs> well, how are you feeling? Well, you you sound really fresh. Oh, I, I wasn't yesterday. Let me tell you that for a no. fact. <laughs> how, how did you celebrate? Oh, I was uh, well. I got very drunk. <laughs> it's allowed. Yeah. I got very drunk and I celebrated like mad because the things like this is just fairy tale stuff. I mean, a wee club like St Johnson, their sho- mm. shoestring budget, they get not only one cup but two. It's just, it's, it's un- we've done the unthinkable. That's, that's, that's yes. what we've done. We've done the unthinkable. The unthinkable. We hear the, mm. the invincibles, the unthinkable. You were 10,000 to one to win the double early in the season. Tell me you had a pound on it. Nah, I wish I did because I'd be a very rich man right now. Yeah. <laughs> the unthinkable, I like that. It's good, Barry, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it's brilliant just to hear like Ryan, um, the passion in him, mm. just um, going and, and celebrating. As I said, it is unthinkable. Mm. If you had said to me at the start of the season that St Johnson would have won a cup double and finished in the top six, I would have disagreed with you. I would have said no. The, the way that I'd seen them start off, my, uh, the club, Kelty, at the start, we'd played them in the Betfred Cup and they weren't really, really at it. But again, for me, that comes down to good management, good coaching. Callum spent a lot, lot of hours on that training ground and... And you know what? It's been proven. Since the turn of the year, I think they've been outstanding. Bottom, outstanding. Bottom of the table, Barry. Yes. Right about that time in Octo- yep. October. And, and you look at the, the players who have come into the club, he's made them better. You look at guys we had mentioned, Liam Craig, Craig Bryson, getting on in their career. They look like different players. Young Ali McCann, I think they'll struggle. I'll be honest with you. I forgot to ask that. Um, Callum, Callum yep. that um, I think they'll really struggle to hold on to him mm. I think he'll be away which I know will disappoint Ryan but just overall I just enjoy watching them I enjoy what I, th- I just get a feeling there's a real real togetherness about that squad Ryan, I, I love seeing yeah. things like that Ryan what do you want to say about your team? Oh just absolutely chuffed it's you know, the the town for the week run up to the final was buzzing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was loads of flags everywhere. Um, the players, I think, took a wee walk around. They were, they were in turf yesterday. I don't know what they were doing yesterday. I'll probably imagine they were at the pubs. But um, 
They could oh, do what they, they want, Ryan, surely, in, yeah. in Perth. They could do what they right. want. Yep. They're, they're, no, they're legends. Yep. Yeah, they're proper. I mean, when you mention the word legend, now the, the St. Johnson players and and Callum and, 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 and Steve Brown, the, the chairman, sure. they are proper yeah. legends. They, they will go down in folklore forevermore because right. that, 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 that achievement will probably never be beaten. You know, to, to win two cups uh, like that on that kind of budget improve that squad and um, you know you just hope that, that Ryan and every other St Johnson fan can actually get into the stadium as soon as possible European football coming with Dermot Park I mean yeah. depending on what happens in the European finals this mm-hmm. week they could go right into the group stages mm-hmm. you know £3 million um, worth of money um, you know you could you could have Arsenal or Juventus or something coming to McDermott Park um, you know in the next mm-hmm. uh, few months so it's great times and it's credit to Callum Davidson and his staff and and all the players and um, you know Callum's mentioned it many times uh, Ryan even though supporters have not been in as you say they've felt the warmth of the supporters they've felt the support um, from afar and it's, it's been a real collective effort It's absolutely wonderful story Ryan how desperate are you to see the trophies coming through the town hopefully during the summer surely it can happen soon yeah, I, I don't, I don't think there's any doubt about that. I think, I think um, Perth Commerce Council will definitely get something. So, I mean, the, the fans even went up after the, after the the game. Obviously, there was a big police presence and etc. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's, it's something like that you cannot celebrate, you know, for regardless because it, that might never happen again. We, I mean, I was at the 2041. I thought, wow, we've done it. Like we've actually got one major trophy that, that like. This might never happen again, so take it all in. And then we went and done a double. It's just, as I said, it's absolutely unthinkable with the, the budget that we've got, the fans that we own, you know, two, three thousand. And, and I still can't find the absolute words to put to to tell you that it's just... It's, and, and as well, it's, it's like it's like a fairy tale, as I said, because Sean Rooney scored in the final of the League yep. Cup and then he scored in the Scottish Cup. And both, a lot of the fans are saying on the, the social media that it was the exact same time that he'd, he'd scored in the League Cup and the Scottish Cup final so that's, that's there's another one for you so, written in the stars wow. 32 uh, minutes is yeah. it, and a lot of people go on about the back three and I've yep. spoke num- a number of times about Ali McCann Liam Craig one guy for me who I think's just improved as he's older is David Witherspoon mm-hmm. honestly what about that ball Barry yeah listen yep. it was a bit of magic yep. Paul um, Booth flies through two tackles that just shows you the hunger mm-hmm. and determination um, as Callum says, he's, I don't think Booth has, has ever tackled in his career. Mm-hmm. And to go and do that <laughs> yeah. uh, through two players. But when the ball falls to, to Witherspoon, it's that wee jink. He's got that wee jink and a quality ball into the, the back post. You, he, he's real quality, honestly. Right. He's a very, very good player. You mentioned as well just about the different roles. And when you watch back the, the replays, I don't know if you've noticed it, Ryan. But mm. Craig Bryson as well. It just gives Paul McGinn just a slight body check because McGinn's just I looked to go and tackle yeah. Wallerspoon and Bryson's read it and he's just given McGinn a wee body check and it's just allowed um, Wallerspoon to concentrate in sailing um, Godjic's the dummy and then uh, putting the ball over. Who's been your player of the year? Right, I know you've not been to the stadium but who's been your player? Because as Barry said there, there's, there's eight or nine contenders in, in the St. Johnson jerseys. Yeah. It's a bit like the Rangers team, you know, like they've got so many players that could have won player of the year. We're the exact same. I mean, you've got Ali McCann, Jason Kerr, McCart, mm. um, Booth, Rooney. Um, but for me personally, 
Uh, Biggs under Clark He's There's so many games That he's As Barry says The goalkeeper wins you 12 points He's mm-hmm. He won us a quarter final Hands down I mean Rangers could have scored In the quarter final Three or four goals mm-hmm. Easily Wasn't he for the big man And I'm actually really gutted And disappointed In Steve Clark That he didn't pick Xander Clark mm-hmm. As the third choice keeper Because Based on his form And the amount of clean sheets That he kept And the amount of Game saving that he done for St Johnson this year I mean if, if he isn't getting in the Scotland squad Based on his performances To me it's like Oh well we're not going to pick him Because he plays for St Johnson But if he was playing for Celtic or Rangers Or Hibs or the Hearts He would easily walk into that Scotland squad I think Yeah I, I think Big Xander could be A bit disappointed mm-hmm. um, I know the three goalkeepers that Stevie Clark's picked um, He's had them in the squad for, for day one yep. But he is one that uh, like If he's probably looked at that and think He'd be maybe a Slightly disappointed that he's not um, getting that squad, but there's a lot of players. Let's see the the boy McCart. He goes and signs him for yeah. Inverness. Mm. I think he's been a revelation. I think he's been and excellent. Really. Yep, and Chris and really Kane. Well. I don't think he gets enough plaudits. Chris Kane. Um, he I know he doesn't. Him, hasn't he? Yep, I yeah. know he doesn't score as many goals as probably a centre forward should. What about his work rate? Up, that's, you just took the words out of my mouth. Look at the work yep. rate yep. of that guy. Um, 25, Steve McLeod, your teammates worked really hard with him in the training group yep, yeah. I, I can see that um, but l- listen to pick a player of the year for the St Johnson team you could pick any mm-hmm. 7 or 8 and you know they're talking about who might go they won't hold on to everybody Ryan but you've got such a lot yeah. of strength in that what would you say about Steve Brown then we all remember Jeff his dad who did so well for so long it's, fo- it's hard to follow the, the father there but their commitment to your club is special Oh yeah, without a doubt. I mean, they're a breath of fresh air. I mean, I've spoke to Jeff and Stevie at numerous Player of the Year um, through the years, and and you know what? We've, as as a club nowadays in the modern era, we're very lucky to have a a family run club for all the years that he's been in it. I mean, he brought them up to the brink. Um, we were in debt. About, I think it was nineteen eighty five. I'm not too sure on that, but he got us out of debt, and he's 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 even killed the. The club right through all the years and the, the, the first division all the years of heartache and the semi-finals and then um, now I think it's it's congratulate to them as well yeah. because they've they've got us to where we are now and I think that's pivotal in, in any football club run right to the top right to the bottom can you hold on to the manager um, <laughs> well that's that's another story I mean I, I personally me I would love Callum to stay but where else can he go with St Johnson? He's done everything, I think, and beyond. Top six, I mean, fifth place finish, two cups. I mean, if we get a good European run, then oh, that'd, be, that'd be amazing. Um, but if a big club comes in, then definitely not. But can I just say as well, can, can I congratulate Barry on getting Kelly Hearts. I've seen his wee celebration last night on the, the social media. I think that's a, I think that's a going trend now, Barry. Do you know think? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Listen, I will say Callum's was better than mine. Um, I was disappointed in my players. There wasn't enough champagne on that floor. So, and I, I just, <laughs> I just watched uh, Callum's. He actually seen the slides. He rams into the door. He does. Yeah. I should have asked yeah, him. He's banged yeah. his head. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just watched it again there a, a couple of minutes ago on the on the screen, but. Yep, no, he started a trend and I knew what I was coming into the, as soon as I walked yep. into the dressing room. Right, Gaffer, you've got to do a cleansman. I was like, here we go. <laughs> so, nah, listen, you've got to enjoy their moments. You've got to enjoy it. Listen, 
you're part Special. of the team. That's, that's the thing. I'm not. I'm not. A, I have to. Be I'm not a fan of social media, but but when it's used in the right way, Aye. like Stop. like Callum on Saturday and yeah. Barry yesterday, that's but that makes you smile, and it's great to see managers just having that wee moment that they're human yep. beings and just letting you know 10, 11 months of hard work, mm. and you just it's that sigh of relief and a wee moment to share it with your players that you can look back on. It's brilliant. I, I done that after I finished. My, my ribs see like oh, I woke up this morning and I've got a like, bru- bruised all the can way can we get a down. picture we'll put it on social media James and maybe like... <laughs> no but you're right that's where it brings people that's the good thing about you know yeah. social media when it brings the fans closer to yeah. when I saw Callum Davidson on because I saw the interviews and it was good afterwards but when you see the insight to the dressing yeah. room I love that and Barry's last night people loved that getting into the dressing room because that's what the fans we will never be inside the dressing room it's got room. its good points yeah, and it's it got has. its bad points yeah. and I agree with Mark that's the bit right. where people can say you're, you're just normal you're celebrating it's a brilliant what moment what it means to you yeah, it does it means everything you've seen that with Callum and there's a real togetherness and that's the, the type of atmosphere I tried to create at Kelty when I was there my goodness that's a great call, Ryan. What a season for you. And hopefully we'll speak to you in the run-up to the Euros. But, you know, this glow will, will last for some time, won't it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I'll be definitely celebrating it for another... I'll be milking it to all my Celtic and Rangers pals anyway, that's for sure. Why not? It's only cha- it's only time that we're going to... I think we're going to get this for a long time. So I've got to milk it while I can, don't I? <laughs> great call. Ryan, thanks so much for calling Go Radio. Thank you guys, you stay safe now, see you later on. You too, right. bye-bye. Just right. Bye now. The Go Radio Football Show, talking football first. Listen live weeknights from five. Go Radio Football Show, it's all happening tonight. Jim Duffy is also, he's parted company with Dumbarton today. John Hughes has left Ross County. Uh, reports that Mickey Mellon is leaving Dundee United. And Barry Ferguson has left Kelty Hearts. He's leaving Kelty Hearts. Alwa are in for Barry. There'll be more coming in. Looks as though Mickey Mellon going south of the border again. Yeah, I, I would think so. You know, it's not a great. Uh, I don't think it's a great surprise if, if if he leaves. It's not confirmed, but but it's heading that way. And and now looking at it, Paul, John Hughes to Dundee United. Mm. Yeah, don't rule that out. Right, Barry. Yeah. I was I was just thinking that he's yeah. stole my thunder. I'm raging. <laughs> Try that one again. <laughs> I, can, yeah. I can see that happening. Could you? I think it would yeah. be a good fit. Yeah. Uh, John Hughes and Dundee United. Um, There's a director of football there, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah, Tony Ashka. Yeah. Um, but I hope John Hughes stays in the game because, as I said, he's, he's oh. a guy that enjoy listening to and enjoy watching these mm. teams as well. As I think Mark pointed out about John Hughes last last week, the type of player he was, he was a a no nonsense centre back. He'd um, drag his studs down the back of your calf. But <laughs> any teams, any teams that he had, and that was in the tunnel. Yeah, <laughs> just, yeah. but any teams yeah. that he had, Falkirk, Hibs, Cali Thistle, they got the ball in the deck and they played some mm. right good stuff. So I hope he stays in the game. We love our football here in the Go Radio Football Show, and we're on with you through the summer, five till seven. We're on early. Thanks for making the switch. We're going to take you all the way to the Euros. But today, St. Johnson have won the double. Keltier coming up to the SPFL. Breakin are going down for the first time in their history. Derek's on the line and he wants to talk about the plastic pitches, which uh, obviously Aki's are out of the Premiership, so that, that's uh, one plastic pitch away. Derek, good evening. Good evening. And good evening, panel. And can I say good luck to Barry and his new job? Uh, hopefully as well. Well, he hasn't chosen one yet, though. But you've decided. Where's he going, Derek? Got, exactly. Tell us, Derek. Just keep it quiet, Derek. <laughs> uh, see if Kamala get relegated. Can the SPL vote the plastic pitches out of the league? 
Mm. Well, let's hope they don't. Of course, the West of Scotland team, Mark. But uh, yeah, they could go if they go down. Yeah. Could they? It's just what's left then. But a, 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 well, a motion could go forward. There, it obviously need to be a due process. But a motion could go forward in front of the SPFL uh, executive um, board committee, and then it would go to your vote. And, and as you know, it only takes uh, you only need an eleven-one. Um, so if there's only one club left, if Kilmarnock go down, that would be Livingston. But I'd imagine they'd be they'd be outvoted. So yes, if ever there's a chance of it going through. Um, it would be if Kilmarnock um, go down now how quickly that can be put into place I'm not 100% sure but I'd be very surprised if that decision could then be implemented in time for the start of the league season on July 31st so I think it would probably take a year um, for it to uh, to kick in and become part of the, the, the legal um, process for the SPFL um, Premiership but there certainly could be a motion to put that forward that, that would be hard too hard for Livingston mm-hmm. Um, too short a period yeah. of time to yeah. rip their artificial up and obviously get their, their, their grass put down but for me elite football top of the league should be grass yeah. I understand why clubs lower level for community maybe to at least their pitch out but for me our Premier League there should be a rule in place that it should be grass Derek is that what you feel? I, I don't like the plastic pitches I think there are too many big name players been injured on it and Rangers and Celtic seem to both struggle on it uh, Rangers have obviously seem to have a hard game at Kilmarnock mm-hmm. uh, but I would like to see Kilmarnock staying up but I wouldn't be surprised if they get relegated tonight yep. Yep. you never know what's going to happen we've got team news uh, just coming in and I uh, wonder what will happen Mark what do you think is going to happen tonight then you think Kelly are going to stay up I think yeah I, I'm going to go for Kelly possibly um, extra time I think there'll be goals for both teams but, but Kelly to, to edge through in a, in a real nervy right mm. to the end uh, nail-biter Derek yeah. is that what you reckon is going to happen? I'll go for one each I think I'll go down you think they're going to go down? Mm. wow Barry. Real, real possibility yeah. I, I think I, I agree with Derek um, it's going to be an edgy encounter the night there's going to be a lot of nerves but I'll be honest with you I was impressed with Dundee mm. I know they were at home um, but they were a better team for me so Commander will need, need to buck their ideas up the experienced guys in the team Sure, Tommy Wright will be looking at them and they'll need to, to lead the team tonight. But I, I can see Dundee getting a draw and, and getting promoted into the Premier League. Here's the Kelly team Doyle, Millen, Broadfoot, Rossi, Hounstrup, Power, Tishbola, Pinnock, Mackenzie, Burke, and Lafferty. The goals there on the bench Rogers, McGowan, Medley, Dabble, Kilty's on the bench, Oakley and Whitehall as well so Mark they've got some they've got goals on the bench as well Dundee Legsons the goalkeeper Kerr Ashcroft Fontaine Marshall McGee Byrne McGowan Adam the Charlie Adam of course McMullen and Millen on the bench Ferry Jakubiak McCade So Anderson Fisher and Jason Cummings so good I mean when you look at both excuse me you look at both benches good options you know when you need to change things up you know whether it be um, you know Kilty um, for Kilmarnock yep. I see Gary Dicker not involved um, at all I don't know if he's injured or suspended I really don't know but that's a, a, a blow um, so good options there strong teams and, and you know when you look at, at Charlie Adam Charlie just loves these kind of games he scored in the, the, the first leg at Dens Park um, the other night he will absolutely revel, revel in it and he'll make sure that every other player in the dressing room um, is right up for it because with the greatest respect Charlie doesn't want another year in the championship he wants to be no. playing at the top level um, in Scotland again and Dundee 
as his club that's where he was mm. brought up that's where his dad was that, you know, a strong strong connection to Dundee so there'll be nobody more determined than, than Charlie to, to bring Dundee up he's, he's head and shoulders above every player on that pitch ability wise Charlie um, commander will need to keep keep him quiet it's a big miss Dicker he went over on his ankle he got mm. a bad one um, up at Dens Park so he'll be a big miss again an experienced player but Charlie Adam um, really enjoy watching him I mean uh, in the semi-final against Wraith the three balls that he, he put through were, were just um, inch perfect no he's still yeah. got it there's no doubt he, he's not got the same kind of legs as mm. he had that's natural because you got older but mm. it's a wand a left foot Charlie's got a wand I love that Derek before you go who's your manager of the year we were saying earlier Callum Davidson winning the double or Steven Gerrard winning the title by 25 points Speechless. He's speechless on it. So we'll leave it on that Derek. one. No, it's not. I think we've lost Derek there. Uh, I think he maybe thought we'd uh, finish there with him. I had enough. He's getting ready to watch the match tonight. Kilmarnock against Dundee. Dundee two-one up. Fascinating game tonight. Well, there's so much been happening today. What are the headlines, Mark? We've got so many. Oh, well, there's yep. John Hughes has, has left Ross County, which meant Mickey Mellon yep. to, to lead Dundee United. So there's two attractive um, SPFL Premiership jobs up for grabs the exclusive tonight's Barry Ferguson um, has announced that he's leaving Kelty Hearts after delivering uh, league football to him which is what he promised and he's now got at least um, two offers to go and consider um, if not more over the next two or three days so exciting times ahead um, for Barry and um, we'll just um, wait and see what happens elsewhere and Eddie Howe we expected to be confirmed uh, and paraded as Celtic manager at some point between now and June the 1st and Brendan Rodgers said he's 200% staying at uh, Leicester. Yeah, he said that yesterday. So he's now on the M6, just heading down <laughs> um, to, to London to meet uh, Daniel uh, Levy. So, no, no, well, no, yeah. no it, it did sound uh, properly uh, committed um, to, to Leicester. But, you know, what a job Spurs is down the road. Wolves down the road. We did say there was going to be a merry-go-round. Crystal Palace down the road available too. So real interesting times if you're a manager. You'll be disappointed to miss out on Champions League. Came so close. 2-1 up with what? Less than 20 minutes to go. I know. Two seasons in a row. But it's different, I think, because they've won the FA Cup. Ah, He's got the trophy there. We're listening, Barry, down south. People listen, Leicester's fighting to get into Champions League spot. I mean, that tells you the job he's done there. Um, Won the FA Cup brilliant achievement they've just missed out two years in a row so it shows you that, that he's starting to Leicester are a top six team um, and they're just edging towards trying to get into that, that top four can they break it you never know you never know they've got real good players Leicester and I'm sure he'll go out and he'll make some uh, some signings to make them even stronger and I could see them eventually breaking that for. I think when you look at the bench and he said afterwards you know that they're short mm-hmm. in, in depth when you look and you see Bale, you know, when you see yeah. Delhi Alley, all the you know the people they've got there at uh, Tottenham, even though it's not been a great season for them, is he an elite manager, Brendan Rodgers? Yeah, he's obviously went for down sure. and, and yep. proved that at, um, at Leicester, um, fighting to get in the top four, as I said, yep. and mm-hmm. and delivering the the FA Cup, which um, everybody fancied Chelsea, mm-hmm. they were clear favourites, but he's went and um, produced that so. He is a top, there's no doubt he's a top Aye, manager. Of course. Yeah. Champions think, League final coming up as well, Man City yeah, Man against City. Chelsea. And I see Chelsea. Harry Maguire is in the squad for the Europa League final for yeah. Man United. Yeah, a big lift for Man United as they go to play uh, Villarreal. And just on European football, Paul, just say, uh, you know, credit to Liverpool. Um, I wanted to see them in the Champions League. They deserve to be 
um, in the Champions League and uh, credit to Jurgen Klopp and his players because they turned it around you know five six weeks ago I don't think people would have given them a hope and also to Davy Moyes you know our only Scottish manager um, in the top flight down south and arguably his greatest ever season as a manager um, you know he's been a manager for for what 20 years now um, to Everton in the top four but I think to take West Ham uh, to where he's managed to get them on the, on the budget and again we talk about improving players etc etc David Moyes absolutely outstanding and, and flying the flag for Scotland down the road Barry Yep, Davy Moyes has been amazing for him. I see your phone's yeah. blowing up, isn't it? You're getting so many messages because yeah, it's just I've, been I've breaking. just turned yeah. it off. Have you? Yeah. <laughs> it keeps slashing. No, David so, Moyes. Yeah. Um, look, he, he, last season he was um, he was getting a bit of grief, um, a bit of criticism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but again, listen, he's a top manager. You don't go and do what you've done at Everton for the the years. He had a tough period at a couple of clubs after that. Obviously, Man United. But he's come back in and he's shown what he's all about um, good team as well a lot of good players West Ham so he's built a, a good squad and they'll be looking to kick on again next season Any news from Rangers just as we go around the clubs in the last 60 seconds no word from the champions Joe Rebo is attracting interest in Galatasaray it's that time of year as we said earlier on and Sariki Dembele so Musa's uh, brother Musa Dembele of course uh, Atletico have won uh, La Liga he's there on loan mm-hmm. any other news from Ibrox Barry before we go no it's went a bit quiet but I'm sure that in the background um, the manager will be trying his best to, to strengthen and improve the squad Paul anyway, plus, we better watch your time because there's a taxi waiting for Barry now is it going to up that A9 is it going to Oliver? Is it going to Dunfermline? Is it going to Molyneux? We don't know. But there's, there's a taxi out there for Barry. It's Barry's certainly not going, going to Molyneux. going somewhere. <laughs> Great stuff. It's I don't to, think it's going to Pat Ked. I don't, that's one thing we can say. I don't no. think it's going to Pat Ked, but you never know. It's going to a chippy because I'm going to get a saucy supper. <laughs> oh, you need a, that's a good recovery, isn't Very it, Very good recovery. Yeah, well done, Kelty Hearts. Well done. So, Callum Davidson and St. Johnson. I mean, it's just it's phenomenal what they've done. Tomorrow night, Rob's here at five with John Hartson and Stephen Cragen and more of your calls. Thanks, Mark. That's been uh, brilliant tonight and Barry we wish you all the best congratulations thanks that's it we're back tomorrow at five I'm joined now by Gary from OPC Energy Gary what a job you did out there today oh it was it was unbelievable you saw the customers faces when that boiler went in it was a really special moment and what about the overall performance unreal you, you could really feel the heat out there I'm delighted with the result and we move on to the next one thanks Gary come on for more information on boiler upgrades heat pumps and more visit opc-ltd.uk get ahead of the game with OPC Energy the Go Radio Football Show talking football first listen live weeknights from 5